What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back. So the reason why we're doing that is, you know, we normally only drop or record when factory workers get paid. That's every fortnight. But we're bringing you that extra content because major, major waves, especially in the world of football. But we'll get to that. If you want to follow us, you can follow us at The Real Cast, they say, on IG, on Twitter. You can follow myself at Gio underscore the underscore Don on IG. Carl yourself. You can find me at I am Basic Carl on Instagram and Twitter as well. And if you'd like to check out the show, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Google Podcast, Cost Box, or <laughs> <laughs> wherever you 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 listen Sorry. to your your podcast, and if that's not your thing, you can find us at our subdomain. That's www.therealcastsa.podbean.com. And if you want to check out that extra content, our YouTube channel, The Real Cost TV, on you on YouTube, YouTube um, The Real Cast One Word. Oh, Don't forget. Don't forget to like. <laughs> Subscribe and hit that notification button so you never miss a video. Oh, we and also one last thing: there's an actively monitored email address, and if you want to get in touch with us, that's stereocast.gmail.com. I will see the email. Um, if I like it, I'll respond. If I don't like it, I won't. Now I'm just joking. <laughs> anything you want, <laughs> anything you want to uh, let us know, you feel free to let us know there, and we will respond um, as soon as we get to it. And then always we have to let you know that if you are a sensitive viewer or a cock football fan, politely, yeah, or, or a fan of the ESL, kindly and politely, skirt, my bro. Are you vice of team skirt, my bro? Uh, team skirt, so, yeah. But with our manners, are we got a special guest, the man, the myth, the legend? Some people call him Iron Man. My bro. I just call him Jumpizo, my bro. As a Jumpizo, introduce yourself to the fans, bro. Jumpizo uh, is the name. David Jumpa is the, the actual government name. You can call me whatever you like. <laughs> Jumpizo, Mr. D, Mr. Dave. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Eh? I've been waiting to be invited. It's, it's, it's been a while. It's been a while, man. Awe. I think it's like perfect timing. Can they find you, Jumpizo? Uh, I'm not on Twitter, but you guys can find me on Instagram at Mr. Dave95. That's where you will find me. Mr. Dave95. My bro. And that's where you can hit me. And the reason why Mr. Dave Jumpizo, I can't call him Mr. Dave. I know him as Jumpizo. The reason why Jumpizo is on with us today is because we needed a custodian of football, you know? To have this discussion with us, and who better than I would say that this is the Robbie from AFTV from South Africa? Yeah. <laughs> I'd go out on a limb and say that, bro. Uh, Don Robbie of South Africa, bro. Don Chamba, and um, yeah, we have we have an interesting topic. And Carl, take us through what happened. What kind of made waves? On the air, in the, the across the whole world, you see now what's happening to me. What may made waves <laughs> across the whole world um, this uh, week? Yeah, uh, European Super League. My bro. So let's just break it down for 
the guys that are not, you know, familiar with the lovely sport we call football, you know? Don't know if the STV or fiber. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we all, okay, we're all familiar with the different leagues across Europe, the Premier League, the Spanish League, German League, and what have you, right? Then we have, you know, the midweek competition, the UEFA Champions League, and that's been football for the last, well, as long as I can remember, since I've been watching football. You know, I know you guys are hardcore footy fans and probably watching longer than me, but I started watching footy in like grade eight. So as long as I can remember, that's the way football oh. has been. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> that's like years of knowledge. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, bro. That's why we have you guys here, my bro. I'm not going to front and pretend like I've been watching footy, Owens. Um, oh, but, yeah. Nah. <laughs> But yeah, so basically there's been a sort of um, disruption, you know, in our routine yeah. of, of, you know, viewing the sport. we, no, we Regularly so scheduled much. programming. Maybrew. Yeah. And this was something proposed by six teams in England, yeah, uh, three teams in, in Spain and three from Italy, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you guys should yeah. just correct me if I, if I mess up anyway. So... These, yeah. these big teams, you know, they decided that they want to break away from, you know, their regularly scheduled programming and create a European Super League. Now, for those of us that are listening here, that don't know what this means, right? So it's, it's meant to be like a supplementary competition to each club's uh, domestic league. So it's similar kind of like to the Champions League, the way it operates mm -hmm. at this present time. Now, you mm. see the difference is that the core teams in the ESL, you're going to say ESL, um, team, um, so the founder teams, no? Oh, yeah, basically. So the founder teams, those 12 teams, it's 12, right? My math's correct here. Yeah, 12. Yeah. yeah 12. So, so, so those 12 teams, right? That, um, so basically they wouldn't have to qualify to compete as they do now under the regular mm. Champions mm. League group, for instance. And what would mm. you asking now, guys? What, the, what, how do they qualify? So basically the top four teams, in all the major leagues. You know what? If you need to know how they qualify, then you probably shouldn't be listening to this episode. Oh, yeah, no, but I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to keep pointing, basically. <laughs> no, I understand, man, but I'm just thinking now, like, oh, I mean, I know I have a lick of voice, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, um, the way the system works at this present time um, is basically the, the Champions League, you get in there based on merit, Right. And then with the Super League, the 15 founding members, so I'll, they still well, were waiting for three at the time oh, when they made the announcement. Oh, you mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Would be involved in annually, so those teams will never be relegated. With five teams, mm. yeah, so so with, with five teams then able to qualify on, a, on an annual basis, basically. So if you so far listening to this and you're an avid football watcher, you probably uh, can see the faults, but we'll break it down for you later. So the, the teams... Uh, just to round off, the teams that were, you know, involved in this whole ESL thing was as follows. It's Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, Manchester City, United, Spurs, uh, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, Spurs. Real Madrid, <laughs> AC Milan, Inter Milan, and mm -hmm. Juventus, right? So, guys, yes. why? why the teams the... that declined. Okay. Just so they... for intersect. Okay. So, the so that we know of it's Dortmund, Bayern, and PSG. There we go. Paris. Um, yeah. so, so, so that would so, have made the 15 up, I think. Oh, wait. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. So, so guys, why the big hullabaloo, my bro? Let's get into this. Jamba, when you first heard this ESL 
so so first of all this was flirt with last year already i remember mm, forget last year um, yes. i remember forget last yeah. year it's been by years eh? yeah yeah for years yeah but i i remember distinctly jurgen klopp speaking about it last year yes, he said yes, something yes, about yes. it last yeah. year yeah yes. what what were your thoughts I, i know for one i didn't take it seriously etc and then <laughs> when it came out right well i did think about it but i didn't take it seriously as if it was going to be something imminent Yeah, you know what exactly. I mean? I thought like, oh, okay, maybe a few mm-hmm. years time and they'll decide to mobilize like that, you know? But um, when you kind of think back to when it was first flirted around it, and then you see it, like people are have signed this thing. What's going yeah. through your mind at that point? Well, this was, I think it was Sunday we knew about this. I was mm. first and foremost, I think it was after the Arsenal film game, uh, evening Sunday, I just seen news, outbreaking news. ESL mm. team joining ESL. I was like, okay, what's going on now, guys? <laughs> Is there some kind of April Fool's joke? <laughs> yeah. We are in April. Next thing, Monday yeah, morning comes on, yeah. and I see and I see all these teams joining it. I'm like, okay, this thing is actually getting serious, guys. And like, let's take this thing serious. But then again, I thought about it. I thought of the pros and the cons of this whole ESL. I was initially, I won't. I was, I was against this whole thing. I'm like, why would you want to play in an independent league and exclude? all these other things like i had so many questions going through my head throughout mm. but then i saw people's comments coming through some people are like no it's it's for the base of football these big teams bring the most money in football anyways so it's, it's not a big big thing it's not a bad thing another day it's like okay you guys do make you guys make a point in a sense okay. you guys yeah So, sorry to cut you off there. I think you might be getting no somewhere. But yeah. did it evolve from there? What do you think? What you you were feeling about it? Or I yo, don't know. Yo, am, I, am I getting ahead of myself? No, no, you're not getting ahead of yourself. You are saying the right things, my guy. You are saying the right things. <laughs> Initially, I don't know. I think I spoke to you, you guys in the group. We have a mm. for those who doesn't know, we have a, a fantasy football league group where we, you know, speak a lot of football every single day. But that's something yeah. on a side note. I was initially against it. I was like, why are you why are we excluding the you know the West Ham's your your Everton's? These teams mm. fight so long. They 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 take years. For example, Everton is building a stadium that costs 500 million. For them to get into the Champions League, you know, and attract players and make money. Now all of a sudden, these guys must be excluded and now mm. you must have this. For me, I saw it as basically to summarize, I saw it as basically as greed. Owners coming together wanting to make more money because UEFA doesn't give them the amount of money they want. Now they want to have their own independent thing and now they want to make more money. The players were not aware of it. The managers were not aware of it. That's, that's what I figured out only a few days afterwards. But initially, yeah. like, no. Total no. There is no ways you're going to go play in your own league here like, you, like some Mickey Mouse type of thing and then have a Champions <laughs> League exist, have a Europa League exist. It's not, it doesn't make sense. What happens to the top four slots? What happens to... I mean... What happens to teams who who fought so PSG hard? PSG and Bayern win the the U Champions League for the rest every of season. history. Yeah, <laughs> that that's what Mbappe happens. Mbappe wins Ballon d'Or. Mbappe wins Ballon d'Or every year, uh, playing against uh, what you call it, Rangers in the final every season. I was like, no man, this is gonna definitely destroy. <laughs> this is gonna definitely destroy football. So for the first day, I was I was negative on the whole idea. I don't know about you guys. What was your initial thoughts? Awake, Carl, bro. Take us through what you thought. 
Now you see, like, um, like I was just listening to what you guys were saying now, and like, yeah, I can also say the same thing. I've, I've, I've heard about this idea. I mean, if I, if I, if I remember correctly, um, mm. I think it was years back, like when we were still in high school, I heard this idea floating around about a super league. Mm. Um, that you know, yeah. even in two thousand and nine, I think there was a quote I saw uh, by Arsene Wenger. I'm paraphrasing now, but he even said, yeah. like, you know, there yes. will come a day where there will be. A change in football, the change basically being an ESL or basically that sort of idea. Mm. And he also basically said he does, doesn't know when it will happen, but he definitely thinks that there will be a push for that. Mm. And the only thing I could think of, and still, um, despite, you know, everything that's been said, you know, on Sky Sports, because obviously it's been a big thing. There's been many opinions. I've actually seen people that were excited for the Super League. I, I don't know why or how, but I feel, ah. like, <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> If this were to come to pass, let's say, right? Because you, you never know um, whether it's today, like maybe we shut it down today, but in 10 years' time they bring it up or whatever the case may be. You know, it will, it will remove the soul from football. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because they can say, yeah, it's about, you know, what, what did Perez say? You know, it's about reviving and, and, and helping football, football change with the times and whatever. But we all know that's BS, bro. That's second. What a clown. You know, we know oh, it's what a clown. You know, we all, we it's it's all about money. That's all it is. Because why, um, you know, only take eighty to se- or seventy to eighty percent of the pie when we can have hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And at the end of the day, I think the fact that 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 so much money has been injected into football over the last few year, uh, over the last few years, yeah. like with the transfers, you know, the transfer prices increasing like this. Yeah, I think that sort of gave these owners these 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 guys that sit at the top you know that that just use these clubs you know the clubs that we love you know like liverpool the arsenal yeah Barcelona, the clubs of these three you know they're not especially really... liverpool arsenal and man united that's facts that's facts and and, and, and even a blind person will tell you that that these owners they, they don't see the clubs for what like the way we the fans see the club do you know what i mean to them it's just a money mm-hmm. make it's a cash cow mm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think the mm. fact that so much money has been injected into the sport over the last few years, so I think it given it's it's given them that sort of, you know, nerve to actually try and pull this off. Yeah, it's emboldened them. Yeah, and sort of sort of try and, oh, yeah. and know that they can get away with something like this. But I think mm. if you look at the sort of outrage on all the social media platforms, even former players, you know, of these legendary clubs speaking out against mm. what's happening. Um, I think it, it 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 gives you sort of hope that you know even though there's so much money involved, the fans, you know they they they're still in love with the sport, man. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah. And what the, these leagues were built on. So are we? It's a bad idea. I'm. I'm <laughs> if you can't tell already, I'm. I'm completely against it. But so, yeah. You're against it? No, definitely we can see. <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, I can only echo what the guys have been saying, and um. I think just on that last part, it shows about the hope part. Yeah. It shows kind of the, the... Me, I'm a very, very, very cynical person. So for me, it was like, yo, to see that things can ap- actually happen. I knew that things can happen if people mobilize together and everybody does for yeah. the same thing. Mm. You know, it was not just fans. It was governments. It was Macron. Right. It was Boris. It was whoever. You know what I mean? Everyone just like... Or like, no, this is not going to work. You know what I mean? You wafer, FIFA, you know, everyone just said, you know what? We're not going to allow these, you know, uh, owners who 
like you rightfully say, the I had a story of one of the owners, I don't know if it was Glazer, who didn't know what an offside was. For instance, another owner was sitting oh. another owner was sitting and watching the game and the, the, uh, it was an, what? It was a different strip that his team was wearing, you know, uh, like an alternate strip. And he didn't know which team was was his team. He had to ask someone, what color are we playing in? Wow. They said this on wow. Sky Sports. So I'm just like, oh, okay, well then. That's you wild. know what I mean? And I'm not surprised mm. though. I can I can picture that being cronky. I can picture that being um what's that brass name of FSG? I forgot. John I can w. picture Henry. Oh yeah, John Henry. I can picture it being Joel Glazer, you know, those those guys. I can picture it being them. And when I saw this um this news, first of all, I will say we, we, we all started from when we first heard of it, let's say in high school or whatever. I thought it was a banging idea. I was like, oh my word. Imagine all like the top teams in a league. But my idea even then was the lowest teams would get relegated. Yeah. I mean, it would be a competitive league. Yeah. What's the yeah. point? Everybody's in the league for nothing and whatever. Like, what's the motivation to win then? Mm. There's no punishment mm. for losing. Mm. So how does that make sense? You're getting your money whether you win or whether you lose and you're staying in the league. Yeah. Huh? That You know, does that... Like, mm-hmm. who in their right mind was going to think that that was going <laughs> to work? I think it really displays an arrogance from... And, and of course, I mean, I'm not a billionaire by any stretch of the imagination, but I can imagine that a billionaire carries a certain arrogance about mm. them. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, of course, you earn billions and you have successful running companies with a, we see it as a football club, you see it as a company. Mm. Um, fine, but I think this just brought them a peg back down to yeah. earth, you know, with how quickly this crumbled, because it crumbled in a comical way. It crumbled in a very comical way, like two days later, everybody's like pulling out, etc. Um, and yeah, I think that um, one thing that I want to mention on this one is, what do we do now? Because they back down now, yes, because of all the pushback, etc. Sure. But they still have that, um, you know what I mean? They still have that idea. They still had the audacity to sign without anyone knowing. You know, football has been sold for ransom long time ago, especially in the Premier League, for instance. In the German League, they have 50, 51% of the, of the shareholders have to be fans, right? That's why they said no. Yep. That's why Dortmund and Bayern said no, because you would need the fans to make the say, and the fans would never go for that. So they didn't even entertain it. You understand? Yeah, in England, for instance, which is the Premier League, which is what we watch, They've got this fit and proper rules when a new owner comes in. I don't know if you remember Newcastle was supposed to be taken yeah. over it's by a rich there. Saudi or Arab. a rich um, Arab. Arab guy. Arab. Yeah, rich Arab guy. And they said, nah, he wasn't fit and proper, but uh, Sheikh Mansour is fit and proper. Roman Abramovich is fit and proper. Like, mm-hmm. what? Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense to you? You understand? It's, it's all about money talking. So I, I heard City's lawyers had something to do with that. That's just speculation. But do you see the problem where the fans have no say? And it's just, I mean, billionaires are going to care about ROI always. So I think as the Premier League, 
ROI for those of you who don't know, return on investment. Um, but yeah, uh, I know I've been going on and on and on now, but I just think that we need to look forward now in terms of how do we preserve, you know, the, I don't want to say it's a sacred, the, the sanctity of football, but I mean the purity of football and what it is and comp being competitive and being rewarded for playing well and being punished for playing badly is one of the, the you know, the, the staples of football. In For my opinion, you can't have football without that. So, yeah, that, that that's basically what my thoughts were. I know I covered a lot there now. Yeah, that's we? good. No, no, just to add on to Gio, um, mm. UEFA and FIFA, in my eyes, I think many people's eyes, they're not innocent anyways. They, they, no. They're not innocent. I mean, <laughs> they're, mm. they're not innocent. The way the way I see it, they saw that these clubs actually took a stand for themselves. They were like, wow, so you guys actually have the power to live without us. You see what we're mm. going to do? We're going to ban you guys from the league. We're going to ban you from international tournaments. Just just continue with your, with your you know, your puppet show. So UEFA and FIFA has this agenda over the years whereby we've been told that these things are not disclosing to the public. As you mentioned, the fans are the key. For me, the fans are the key stakeholders in any football club. Or, the or fans and the players, yeah. Yeah. Yes, we? yeah. yes, yes, yes. We know the owners and the executives that run the club and all that. But that's, that's more on the business side of things. Without the fans and the players, you don't have a football club. Mm. I mean, how do you think most clubs generate their money? It's through ticket sales. It's the fans. And through, fans and through now in COVID, also through subscriptions. And that's exactly. what the idea exactly. was with the Super League. 23-year yes. commitment. And I own the subscription. And I'm going to go to America this week. Uh, next game is in Dubai. Mm. Next game is in Thailand. Next game mm. is in China. Mm. Big bank no, that the, side. No, the, you know what I mean? Me, Big bank to see me, these they want, teams. They wanted to make they wanted to make the Super League more like I don't know if you guys know the American sports like your NBA or what NFL. Yeah, because because those are yeah yeah. If if you look at this. If you look at it, the owners who actually pushed this whole thing were basically the American owners. You know, the Grangers. Yeah, they were the ringleaders, yeah. And, and Perez. They were the ringleaders. Yeah. And Perez. Yeah. The, you know, Perez. the so reason thinking, why Perez again. They were thinking, yeah. Perez and, and Barcelona, uh, the, the reason yeah. why they still haven't, we still haven't seen them back out of it. Seven, they, it's because they're, they're, they're in financial they're trouble. No, they're in financial <laughs> trouble. They need it. Sure. They are they dying right now. That's why Ronald Koeman is looking at Genie Vinaldum on a free, Memphis Depay on a free, another Dutch bra on a free. Like, that's not Barcelona. Barcelona bought Neymar. Barcelona bought Suarez. You know what I mean? Like, how, why is Barcelona needing to... Not that they're bad players. They are good players. But look, read between the lines there in terms of how they need to buy there. Um, but yeah, that, that that's... Very interesting to me as well, and I agree with what you said there. Um, Carl, no, no you see, anything to add? Bro? I'm just listening to to the points that are being made here, and like one thing that I'm, um, you know, that I think the focus is going to be on is like these owners. You know, I mean, we've we've been saying it for years. I know uh, Gio and yourself, uh, well, mostly Gio. Um, has been crying for Kron how do you say it? Kronke, no? Is that I don't know how you say his name? Yeah, Kronke. Yeah, Stan Kronke. Yeah, has been like, you know, 
been on that cranky out bus. Same with the United supporter. Oh, yeah. No, with um, Ed Woodward as well. And and I think like, as far as my knowledge goes, like being a Liverpool supporter, I've never had a problem uh, with uh, Fenway Sports Group, basically, and John Henry. Um, not that, you know, they've been saints by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but I think the, the, the microscope is going to be on these owners now because at the end of the day, it was like you were stabbing the fans in the back. And, um, mm. you know, uh, John Henry came out with an apology, some bullshit apology video about, you know, I know sure, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. It's almost like a YouTuber <laughs> apology video, bro. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, like Jake Paul. <laughs> but, and he's like talking about this. Yeah, I'm sorry, you know, that we did this and that we didn't, you know, we didn't take the fans' feelings into consideration, mm. blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, capping almost like at the end of the UK about the fans, bro. You know what I mean? Oh, so if, I, it, if it hadn't fallen through, then would you have cared about it, the fans? Like exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I think like if if it, if our eyes as fans wouldn't open, you know, mm. um, by now already, this was definitely an eye opener. And I've obviously mm. all the Liverpool fan pages that I followed, like I've read all the comments and stuff and people are like not taking it. They're like, nah, it's, it's, yeah. it's going to take us a long time to forget this if we do forget it or if we do even forgive you. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm, I can say with much certainty that if, you know, we as fans, you know, let this blow over, which I'm like, you know, which I'm pretty sure we won't, you know, mm. they will try this again in the future. They will try. They will definitely mm. try it again. They so will try it again. The question that I want to pose to you guys, right, as mm-hmm. football uh, fans, you know, people that are passionate mm-hmm. about football, what do you think? And that should be the next step for us as fans to take back the power from these, you know, these oligarchs, for lack of a better term. Mm. Mm. Chambizo. Nah, go? nah, I guess. Oh, yeah, bro. No, no, no. Um, I mean, what we what we can do is start, I say start, when I say start small, I mean in terms of uh, fans, you know, fans attending stadiums. Obviously, now we know fans can attend football matches because of the whole COVID thing. I feel mm. that um, when fans are allowed to go back into matches, I feel that fans should the fans should maybe limit themselves mm. in going to watch football matches just to give an indication to the owners that we know we also have power. We know mm. you need us there to make your money, so we're not gonna get excited. No, COVID is done. Let's go back, make it a full house. Maybe they should maybe make the stadium maybe seventy percent capacity of its capacity. That's just mm. a basic example. I think the fans can do. Just to send a message out to the owners mm. to show them that uh, we, we we give money to the club and we're not gonna forgive you guys that easily. Yes, it's you didn't go ahead of the ESL, but this thing stays in our mind for years. We will never forget it. We can't just let it come in and go out of our brains. It will stay in our hearts for the rest of our lives as long as we live. So I think small things like that, you know, maybe the owners will realize, okay, shit, these niggas are serious, eh? We need to actually respect them. Next time, if we wanna make a decision that as huge as that, let's involve the fans and the football players. Mm. Let's not make a decision on our own, being the owners of the football club. No, we need these players. We need these fans. Without these people, Mm. there is no football club. There is no income. We might as well go open another business, go start up an insurance company or something else, and not a football club. I Mm. mean, sport needs fans. So I I think, yeah. I I actually have something to say on that. And and I agree in principle. But... uh, a few fans not coming yeah. is not going to hurt a billionaire's pocket. Let's be real, right? Mm. Okay. Kronke, yeah. for instance, 
has hockey teams and whatever teams oh, yeah. in yeah. US. Like, yeah. he's not mm. going to give a rat's ass if mm. what you know what I mean. Mm. Um, if if maybe people don't come, he still has his TV rights, money from TV rights. You know, mm. he still has a good um, I don't know. Uh, merch sales, you know. If we don't buy merch, people in China are buying merch. Mm-hmm. People in Thailand are buying merch. You see, when we go in preseason, and I'm talking about Arsenal, but I'm referring to all the big English clubs, you know, mm-hmm. um, the who are part of this this grace of an ESL, mm-hmm. right? The the merch revenue is they, they get money from there. You know, mm-hmm. you see how they go mad when we play preseason in who knows what land, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know Qatar. You understand? Like it's it's major major markets that are still going to fuel. Mm. You know what I mean? So I I agree with the cutoff, but it's yeah. going to be of it's going to need to be of such a magnitude if it's just fans based mm-hmm. um, that it's going to you know make a billionaire sit up and look. Hey, what's what's going on now? Mm. Right? What what I do think though, not just from a fans point of view, is is maybe from a Premier League restructuring point of view, is if mm. we adopt the model that, and, and this is not going to happen, I don't think so, call me mm. a cynic, but this is something <laughs> that I would purport for, um, is to go to the German model, where they must have yeah. 51% fans-affiliated uh, shells, right? So it can be the fans trust, it can be whoever, but you mm. know that that's representing fans, so mm. that the major say lies with the fans mm. right the other the billionaire can do the, the business stuff you know he's 49 owner or if it's a conglomerate they 49 owners or you know more than one okay fine go ahead you know employ whoever you must employ whatever but when it comes to these type of decisions that affect the very fabric of football and the very fabric of the club the people who have the best for football in mind the people who have the best for the club in mind, the people who know about the history of the club. I mean, the people who are in... Have you seen how kids cry when teams get relegated in the, in the Yo, Premier League? Bro? It's almost like someone died. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that, that type of passion, you know? And, mm. and those guys grow up and they become the lifeblood of what keeps the club. Uh, um, club going. People mm-hmm. laugh at Arsenal fan TV. That's a raw passion. You understand? And whether they say this and that, whatever, they're there next week. Yeah. They're there next exactly. week. You, you know exactly. what I mean? Like win, exactly. lose, or draw, cry. It's tough being an Arsenal fan, really. Especially now. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I use Arsenal, obviously, because I'm an Arsenal fan. But still, we go. We move. You know? And we will do whatever we can to protect our club. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean. So, yeah, that that's my view on that, Carl. Anything to add? You? Yeah, I think wanna... I think you know. Um, yeah, we can wrap up now. Uh, if if you know you guys are, are cool with doing that. But what I would also say, uh, you know, it's I don't think it's only the owners. I think um, in some capacity we need to take on these football associations because they might have been, you know, you know, like Jamba said, they thought that they had all the power. Do you know what I mean? And in a way, that sort of shows us how much power they actually have. Do you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, football is a business, you know, and the guys are at the top, as much as they were saying, yeah, you're going to steal the soul of, the fo- of football and whatever, but they've been running, you know, European football 
just the way they want to. Do you know what I mean? So I think yeah. um, soon enough, it's going to be them on the chopping block as well. And I think that can only mean, you know, more, not more control, but, you know, um, it can it can sort of ensure that the soul of football stays there because the fans will have the say. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So so I, I do and think, yeah. Go on. So, sorry, I just want to add quickly. I'm also not against the new that type of Champions League. No, me not neither. Me neither. I'm fine with the Champions League as it is now. I was mm. telling Carl in the car earlier when we were driving, um, I, I, I like the one-leg Champions Leagues because oh, I think it was more part. exciting for me. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, straight knockout, you know, extra time if you draw, that type of thing. That's a small thing. But the reason why they won't do that is because two legs generate more money. More money. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. More matches. Yeah, more more matches. Because uh, it's more broadcasting, it's more tickets, you know, that type of thing. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not, I, I'm, I hope that this will force change from your way for now as well. Mm. To you know, kind of and and future proof, um, you know, and and if not your wafer, then something else, but not born out of pure greed from owners, yeah, solely mm-hmm. without their managers or their players or their fans knowing, not like that. Oh yeah, yeah. So I think uh, like at the end of the day, you know, there is a silver lining. I mean, if if you look at the if we have a glass half full mentality, because it it sort of reminded these you know, these big guys that, you know, it's not your sport. This is our sport. You know, we the mm-hmm. reason that this, that oh, football yeah. is still alive today. So I hope that, you know, we as fans can sort of take action to ensure that nothing like this ever happens again, happens. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, guys, I think that, um, again, bad idea. Um, I'm not also against, if I can just give my closing remarks, I'm not also against a new competition, you know, but it needs to be based on merit. Um, mm. And yeah, I'm sure there's some things that we can improve on in terms of the rules and, you know, like you said, knockouts and things like that. Even though I will say that we I... get rid of VAR. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely, bro. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, but even though I would say like I'm, I'm, I, I enjoy the two-legged thing, uh, the two-legged ties, uh, simply because of, you know, all the great moments. Away I goal. I, yeah. I think the away goal is one of the key reasons why most people love the two-legged yeah. ties, you know. Yeah. It's... It just adds that extra and dimension. And also, you support a big club. Facts. <laughs> so that's why. I'm not even if you supported cap- a smaller club, you wouldn't. I'm not, I'm not even going to You cap- wouldn't like it as If you supported uh, Slavia Prague, for instance, wouldn't, yeah, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't like it. Yeah, but... Uh, you know but, what I mean? <laughs> but at the same time, look, I, I, do, I do see where you're coming from with, you know, the one-legged ties and things like that. Because, yes, it does make the game... The upsets, you know, we love the upsets, the underdogs. Yeah, I love the upsets. That's why yeah. I like the FA Cup so much, yeah. I was saying. And, yeah. and we were speaking about it in the car, yeah, like the FA Cup. If, it, if you draw, mm. you go to extra time and, you, and you know, it it's also generates excitement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mm. so there's, there's, there's two sides to that coin. Um, yeah, so basically, oh, yeah, yeah, I think that there's different views regarding um, two legs versus a single leg. But I can definitely see um, your point that you were making, Gio, in terms of, you know, changing it from one um, from two legs to one legs you know it it sort of gives the underdog a better chance and i think also yeah it does bring a certain element of excitement and nervousness yeah and entertainment yeah. yeah in terms of you know the big fans versus the smaller fans you know so yeah i can definitely see where you're coming from with that point oh yeah so jambizo what's your closing remarks what is all of this taught us what do you want to see into the future do you think this is going to have an effect? Do you think, like, I don't know, what? where do you think football goes from here? And maybe not just where do you think, what would you have 
happen to football going forward? So I know multifaceted question, but no, 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 no. Yeah, I know you've uh, got this. No, uh, going forward, uh, first and foremost, um, I don't think we can just put this whole thing to bed and just move on with our lives. Like, shit happened. Shit happened in the last 22 hours. You know, I think I think it's going to have a, a, an effect in football in the long term and in the short term. The reason why I say in the long and short term, in the short term, I feel that fans will be more uh, aware, if I can put it that way. They, mm. they, will be, they will be more thoughtful in everything which happens around the club. I feel that the fact that they didn't tell the fans or the players about this, it kind of made them realize more that, oh, snap. So they are capable of doing things behind our backs. So maybe now we need to open our eyes more, our ears more, you know, find out what's happening behind the scenes, you know, small things like that. So just, I, I think this, the most important thing I think is which we gained from this last few days, I think it will make fans more united, you know. Mm. No, oh, excuse the pun. Excuse the pun. Usually, <laughs> usually we have this. Uh, I call it hate, or everybody calls it hate. Oh, you support this team, you support United. Uh, I must mm. now hate you. End of the day, it's, it's football. We we so passionate about all clubs. Mm. But now I feel that now we'll be like one big, not a big happy family. We'll just be more thoughtful. We'll look at football on a more football perspective, and not just mm. okay. I'm an Arsenal supporter. Now I must just focus on Arsenal and not be biased. You know, sorry, be biased. You're gonna look at things in the, in the bigger picture. Put football first. We'll put football first before our own personal clubs. So that's how I see how things are gonna be. Now. Oh, things yeah. will just be more different. There will just be more togetherness, you know, among yeah. supporters and fellow friends, or if I can say like that, or colleagues. That's how I see things changing. That's how. That's just my little two cents. Oh yeah. And and on that, what you said, Jamba, I I just wanna touch on that where you talk about football first and us being together no matter what team we support i've actually admired that from football in my experience like for instance if when aaron ramsey's leg broke for instance i'm using arsenal experiences because i'm more familiar with it like most other fans were like sympathetic towards him even the Stoke fans clapped him off. Well, and you know, Stoke fans, good grief. But <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, for instance, when, um, I don't know, was Sheikh Tiyote who died for Newcastle? Yo, yeah, Newcastle, Yo, that you know was, what I mean? Remember that, that you understand? Everybody came together, you know, no matter what fan group or whatever, to yeah. pay homage. Mm. And Claude from AFTV died recently. Worldwide. Everybody clowns a- AFTV, blah, blah, blah. I read that comments, not a single toxic comment at all. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just saying, Claude the legend, mm. um, you know, rest in peace, blah, blah, blah. And now with the ESL, you know, mm. we didn't care that we were Chelsea, Man United, Arsenal, the scum, the scum mm. is Spurs, by the way, um, mm. the scum, you know. We just dealt with each other as, you know what, we're all in this together. We're all fighting mm-hmm. for football. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I like that, that, that. I think that's a good note to, you mm-hmm. know, kind of end on in mm-hmm. terms of just maintain that because we see the power that that wields, you mm-hmm. know, and we see how it preserves the game that we all love, you know, the beautiful game, the most popular sport in the world. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, one of the most entertaining sports in the world. You know, it doesn't have to be the highest grossing. Mm. Doesn't have to be the highest grossing, my bro. If you want to watch highest grossing, 
OF Beyonce. I thought we saw Didi's video. Yeah, I thought we saw that. I I love me jazz. I was like, what? <laughs> But I think like if that ever had to happen, it would also like it would just affect the game differently. I don't the game will be changed. It would be a force. It would be a force. Like a reality show or something like that. Yeah, but it won't be football anymore. And, I mean, and watching these people that know absolutely nothing about the game, do you know what I mean? Performing at yeah, halftime, you know. Mm-hmm. So away, like you said, it's a good yeah, note. Waka waka, eh, eh. And it's in all over again. <laughs> But away, like you said, Joe, it's a good note to end on. That I mean, um, mm. I can just echo. Like I, I think it's also sort of a wake up call to to us as fans to to sort of kick us in the butt, man, and basically say, like, yeah. we have something yeah. special that we need to protect and we can't let this Owens come in and, and ruin it for us, you know what I mean? So, away, guys, it's been... Just a, just another quick one. Okay. Just another quick one, Era. Guys, when your team goes and wins the league now, when your team goes and wins the FA Cup, when they win the Champions League, when they win the Europa League, don't forget. I realize that football fans have the tendency to forget, especially Arsenal fans. Mm. Arteta wins the FA Cup. Oh, fine, great, amazing. You know mm. what I mean? And then everything is papered under the under the, the rug, you know? Now, mm. I'm not referring to the coach or whatever, but, like, the owner had, had very little to do with that, and I don't even think he cares. He just cares about the prize money, mm-hmm. for instance. So don't let small successes that you may have, especially if you, like, A club like us, Arsenal, has been starved of success this season, right? And now something positive is happening. Or a club like Spurs have been starved of success forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Now you win the, the Carabao Cup that nobody cares about and you're happy and you just slide it under the rug, right? No, I, I, I'm, I'm obviously being funny to Spurs fans, but um, all in jest, I know you guys are the same, but the point of the matter is, is that let's let's keep our eyes fixed on the real that's going, mm-hmm. you know, that that's going on in front of us, you know? Mm. And yeah, sorry man, but I just thought I needed to nah, say no that. Stress, okay. nah, that. That's well said, well said, and I, and I think oh, yeah. I speak for both me and Jamba if, when I say that we agree 100%. You know, it's mm. been a wake-up call for all football fans. So like I said, guys, it's been your boy Basic Kyle alongside Gio the Don and... How much is it in son? Okay, wait, go on. Okay, so it's video boy. I basic Carl alongside Gio the Don and Jumpizo for the real cost. If you would like to follow us, you can catch us at the real cost SA on Instagram and Twitter. You can find Gio at Gio underscore the underscore Don on IG. And if you would like to follow the show, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Castbox, Amazon Music, and all those streaming platforms. Our guest, Jumpizo, where can they find you at? You can find me at mr.dave95 on Instagram. And for those who don't know, I have my own little channel called Dave. It's uh, we speak about, you know, every week, we speak about Arsenal. If there's any interesting topics you guys want us to discuss, we speak about it. We discuss bar, we discuss Premier League's top four is. So just a side note, guys, goodness.sa on YouTube. Um, which the is link in the description. There we go. It's all about supporting one another on these creative platforms. And maybe we can collab sometime, Gio, you know, go over there, oh, yeah. discuss all oh, things yeah. footy. Guys, it's been For great. Sure. 
it's been great. Um, before I forget, you can follow us on YouTube as well, The Real Cost TV. Subscribe, like, comment, hit that notification. Links will be in the description. But most importantly, remember to keep it locked. Keep it loaded. And, and keep it keep real. It real. Ah.